Welcome back to the Project 24 YouTube podcast. Well, hey, welcome back. Y'all ready for this? I am excited, as per the usual, ain't that the truth? Because today we get to talk about something a little bit different. I have Ricky here. Say say howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> howdy, howdy. <laughs> uh, so we get to talk about something a bit different in that um, it's really not something that I think Ricky or myself have ever covered publicly on a YouTube video, to my knowledge. I know I haven't. I kind of skirted around the issue, talked about it various times, but not this directly. Uh, and it's <laughs> essentially lying in on, on YouTube or uh, yeah. lying the ethics of clickbait, whatever it is, and, and how you deliver content and, and just how you treat running your business in your YouTube channel. Now, this came because uh, uh, earlier today, as of recording this, I, I went to Ricky and I said, Ricky, I found a video that made me angry. Uh, it was a video. I'm not going to state the creator of the video. And if you happen to find this video and you're listening to this, please do not heckle them. I, it, that is not my intent at all. But it was a video in the YouTube education space. And it was, the title was something along the lines of how to get... 100,000 subscribers in 24 hours. And it said something about a, a algorithm update. Okay. That was the title of the video. Now with something like that, that's a big honking promise, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You would better either show it or give me exact step-by-steps. I went to the video. I was like, okay, this is interesting. The creator, the, the channel has, it's a quite large channel uh, in the space, larger than channel makers. I'll just say that. And um, they, I went to the video and the contents of the video were five tips for just for YouTube, five right. generic tips. Uh, and and the, the creator of the channel tried to frame it like, well, if you don't do these things, you will never, ever grow. If you don't do this, your channel's never, ever going to grow. They said that like 10 times in the video. I, I read, I watched through the entire video, right? But never once was it mentioned how to get 100,000 subscribers in 24 hours or any algorithm updates. Never once. So neither of the two promises nope. from the title. Nope. And I would argue even the three, three promises, promises, the 24 hours, right? Yeah. Uh, and that made my blood boil. <laughs> if you know anything about Nate here, I don't often get in this state, but I got actually quite upset about that because one, it was in the space that I care a lot about. I care a lot about helping people grow on YouTube. But the other one is just the blatant lying with the the title and and the it's like the beyond thumbnail. clickbait that's beyond that's bad that's like beyond bad bait yeah. <laughs> it's just like i'm just gonna lie at you because i know you're gonna watch this video um i'm not okay with that but it gave rise to a very interesting conversation between uh, ricky and myself which is why i invited ricky to be on here uh, because there's there's a bit more be behind this than what made immediately meet the eye because you could hear that and say well okay well don't lie you know, in your, in your titles or thumbnails, just don't lie, right? Except that there's a lot of spaces where, one, it's tricky. Uh, two, that there's there's practices that people may not realize are actually not good practices. So we're, we're looking at just a high-level discussion of what this means in, in kind of running your own business on YouTube and actually outside of YouTube, what this really means. Um, yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, in business, there's, there's always the question of ethics and... Um, the hard thing with ethics is, you know, ethics are kind of like defined by society. What's okay, what's not okay, right? 
what's our really it's like what's our society willing to tolerate um you know and in business there's there's a question and it's never black and white um in fact people that study ethics are really kind of a type of philosopher um and when it comes to philosophy it's it's not it's not about like this is true or false it's more like this is right or wrong because this is better <laughs> you know this is okay in this situation right because like, as a society we're okay with this we're not okay with that and why and a lot of times when it comes to business business ethics it it's not just about like oh don't do that because that's just not cool you know it's like no it goes beyond that it's we don't do this because in the long run, it's a bad business practice because we ruin, we, we destroy trust. Mm -hmm. If I write titles that are, you know, completely not <laughs> accurate, they're, they're just a complete lie. It's not what the video is about. Well, okay. When the people who have seen that from me before see another really sensational title, the odds that they're going to watch that video go down. Mm -hmm. And in the short term, that doesn't matter. There's so many people watching YouTube videos. Who cares if, you know, 10% of my audience or 10% of the viewers of that video got turned off by it because my awesome title attracted so many people. The view count was so high. The people that are offended by that, it's a small enough percentage that, and there's so many more people watching videos, maybe it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But over time, the aggregate number of people who encounter you and realize you're just a liar goes up and up and up. And how much rapport do we lose? How much harder is it to sell a course to people who know that your promises don't match what they get? Mm -hmm. What happens when they go to a sales page for a course and it says, you're going to get this. And then they're just like, okay, but what really am I going to get? Because I know you're a liar. Mm -hmm. That was uh, actually the, the next step. I was just curious uh -huh. uh, because within that video, they were promoting a, a course they had. Um, and again, this is not meant defamation or anything. I haven't even said name or anything. But they do have a course. And just my experience with it made me question everything about it. And there were some additional details about the course, some guarantees that if you read the fine print were quite sketchy. Um, if you come across this person on your own, you don't need to share this. But yeah, like, please don't. go check out their course and then go read the fine print about their guarantee. I thought it was their hilarious. Money, money back their guarantee. Their money back guarantee. I thought like, oh my gosh, this, <laughs> like, it is beyond laughable. Because they just know that so few people are going to read the fine print. They're like, oh, cool. I've got a money back guarantee. <laughs> so, uh, okay, really I just got to say it so people don't actually hunt it out. Because I prefer people okay, don't okay. actually hunt this don't out. Don't hunt it out. So their money back, so all over the sales page was plastered this um, guarantee. You know, it's this course. If, if you don't get results within, I don't know, it's like 30 to, I don't know, 60 days, something like that. Um, if your channel doesn't grow within this day, then I will give you back your money. No questions asked. Like that's plastered, like the number one selling point on the sales page. I, you look at the fine print and how does it define your channel growing? The, the main primary deciding factor of this money back or not. If you have one additional subscriber on your channel, one additional subscriber, uh, that was <laughs> not laughable. much of a guarantee. <laughs> I was like, that's stupid. They could just create an alternate account and just subscribe to your, Oh, yeah. well, I, I guess it grew. You know, yeah, it's <laughs> like, like, Oh, you know, let's keep track of all the channels that don't grow during the month. And let's make sure that we go subscribe to those ones real quick. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and we're not saying that that's what the creator does. I, I know, I but it. like, it's just so laughable. If you're going to promise you something, everything. It, yeah. That's, I think that's the underlying thing here. It's, it's, 
you're behaving a certain way on YouTube, it kind of makes you people question the other areas that you're that you're going, uh, that how you behave elsewhere in regular life, etc. It's not I I've, there's the oft repeated thing that I don't personally agree with. It's like how you do anything is how you do everything. I just don't think that is true. Right. Um, but it does serve as some indicators. Sometimes right. if you're if you're willing to do something like lie in the title of a video, um, where else are you willing to do that? Right. Um, and so it just, it raises questions and you just don't want that. Yeah. So um, the word that we use in our home a lot and that I think about a lot, um, it was kind of beaten to my head a lot when I was young, is the word integrity. And it comes from the same word as integral. It, the root of it means whole or complete, right? Um a person with integrity is a person who is whole. They are essentially like in large degree, they're the same person. They have the same character, no matter what situation they're in. The way that I behave on my own in private is going to be consistent with, and nobody's perfect. I think everyone's integrity has some cracks in it because none of us is perfect, but like, so integrity is more of a spectrum, right? But if you're a person who is is known for their integrity, um, because people see like, oh, you know what? When I've met this person like in real life, they were the same as I expected them to be. And like, except for me, I don't. know. I'm probably more boring in real life. Than well, and we all are. Like <laughs> YouTube. When when you're on YouTube, like you, no, I get you, what you mean. <laughs> you have to hype up the energy because video is boring if people like act the same way they act in real life and you have a normal paced conversation, right? When in a one-sided conversation like YouTube, (laughs) you've got to be extra exciting, right? But I've had people tell me when they meet me in real life, they're like, it was actually kind of surprising because when I met you, you were exactly how I thought you would be. And to me, that was like the greatest compliment I could ever receive because it it told me that like, okay, uh, what I'm doing is right. Yes, I try to have more energy on video. Yes, you know, like, and sometimes we can act, right? We can, we can do some acting. We can do some fun skits or whatever. And, and that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is like, if you're going to lie in your titles to get more views, if you're going to be sneaky in your money back guarantee, um, you know, the people who try to get the money back guarantee because they're like, I didn't learn anything in your course and it didn't help me. And he says, well, did you get an extra subscriber this month? Well, yeah, but it had nothing to do with your course. Well, too bad. According to the fine print, you don't get your money back. Mm -hmm. You know how people see that. And then they, then from then on, they question everything. Mm -hmm. And as over time, you end up with more and more and more detractors then what happens every time you publish a video, you got to constantly police the comments because you're going to get a lot of negative ones. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a lot of complaints. Um, if you ever have a public avail- publicly available reviews, like um, if you set up a Google business and let people review on Google where you don't get to control which ones show up publicly, mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot of negative reviews. You're going to get complaints to the Better Business Bureau. You're going to get... Online, people are going to find out that you're a liar. Mm-hmm. And over time... Um, it's going to hurt your reputation. We live in a world where it's like, there's a lot of fake online and we know that. So before we're going to pay money to someone, we might go do a little bit of quick research. And if there's a subreddit all about how scammy and how much of a liar you are, people are going to think twice and it's going to hurt your sales. It's bad for business. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's where the ethics come into play is it's like, 
what practices are truly sustainable? And I think it's, it's tricky because a lot of these things, it's a good point you bring up there, a lot of these things do work, which is why people do them. Right. Um, and some of them do work for extended periods of time for that very reason that, Rick, you were saying about if you just bring in enough new audience, yeah. <laughs> even if people are leaving disillusioned, but if you're bringing in enough new audience, it doesn't even matter. You just scam them out and then you're gone and you just don't care. Um, and, but sustainable long-term, uh, if there was something that I would say, uh, I guess underneath all the work that I'm doing, I'm trying to help people with YouTube, is that if given the choice to... Well, I, I get really excited about people sharing what they are doing, like what they love yeah. doing. I yeah. love that. I just get so excited about that. But under even underneath that, if given the choice, I definitely want to help the people who are going to live with integrity. They're gonna they're gonna build a business with with good ethical sense, um, very very much so, and so much so that it's like, well, okay, the side of the, the flip side of the coin. Why do they do that kind of thing? But well, because it works right? But we've already discussed it may not be the best long-term. Can it work with doing it another way? Is there another way to do that? And I, and I hope you listening to this uh, know that up to this point, um, we're, yeah, we're just, it's less about like, oh, look how great we are. It's, it's, we're trying to find ways of doing business, of building channels, et cetera, that are meaningful, that last, right. that have a long-term effect. Uh, because then that's the type of thing you can do and look yourself in the mirror and feel happy about it. Right. <laughs> right. One of the things that like I've just learned to be true is that we're all hypocrites to some degree. Right. Yeah. You know, like I teach my children what they should do knowing that I've broken that rule before in my life. Right. But I learned from it and re learned that like, dang, I wish I had never done that. Um, it's not good to do. So I, I'm going to teach my child to do better than I did. And some, and I'm, you know, we're sharing these examples and the reality is, is that on the income school channel and on other channels that I've worked on, um, like I've gotten pretty close to that line a couple of times where, or even stepped over my line, what I felt good about afterwards. Um, we have, we have a video on the income school channel and I haven't taken it down, but it's one where like, I felt like, like I'm not even in the video, but still it's my channel right mm -hmm. and i feel like we were respectful to the creator we were we just argued the principle but we name dropped them in the title mm -hmm. and we really what we name dropped them because they have a big audience and a big reputation and so we knew it would get us more views yeah um in fact that's why we made the video was because someone said something it was neil patel said something we disagreed with, and we felt like it contradicted other things he said. Great, but why did we do that? Because we knew it would get views. And we could argue, like, we also did it because we felt like the thing he said would be harmful to our audience, and we needed to clarify or at least make known our position on it. But if that were the case, we would just make our own, our own video arguing the principle, and we wouldn't have to name drop him because our own audience would see our video. So it went beyond that. And like name dropping can be really effective. Mm -hmm. it, it can be, I, but I'd rather name drop people in a positive light. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I don't love that video. I really don't. It drove a lot of subscribers and it drove a ton of views for a few months and still gets views today. It's not in our top 10 videos today, but yeah. it, it still gets views, but I don't love it. And 
I did the same thing, but worse on a backfire video, hundreds of thousands of views. I don't own the channel anymore. I have no control over it, but many times I've wished I could take it down because frankly, I'd rather not have my kids come across a video on the internet where I'm being so critical of what someone said. I hate pettiness. Mm -hmm. And there I am being petty in a YouTube video, criticizing the word someone said, and then trying to backstep it by saying, but I like the person. But this yeah. thing they said is inaccurate. Let me teach you that. But I felt like it was so petty. I feel like this is why so many people, uh, myself included, have, have an issue with marketing, the word of marketing. Right. And uh, sales. I mean, almost any industry has a space that just people hate because it's like it's a slippery slope. Totally. And what we're doing has a lot to do with marketing. It has a lot to do with reading an audience and following the cues that get the results, right? Uh -huh. And so as we're reading an audience, we start to see things that work. And then I think it's really easy to get disconnected from this thing that works and the reality behind it like the, the facts behind the video. In the case of a video, clickbait, right? Bad clickbait. We, right. If we know this works, and the video is just kind of, I guess it kind of matches the title and thumbnail. I guess that's okay. And we just, we move beyond right. it. We just say, oh, that, man, it, it's okay. I, I feel like it's a slippery slope because you see a lot of creators just going further and further down that route because they're just chasing the numbers. And I'm including myself in this very much so with, with Ricky here. Uh, it's so easy and it's, I... I think in a marketing way, I often think in a way of like, well, oh man, this is going to be sensational. Oh, so many people are going to click on this. Yeah. And it's what I need to do and I'm trying to do is somewhere along the way when I'm deciding whether or not to make a video or, you know, I'm just using, applying this to video. It can be to any business practice, totally. but somewhere along the way, I need to stop and say, and check myself and say, is this good? Like, is this a good thing that I'm doing? Is this ethical that I'm doing? Um, what is the long-term results of this? And like you were saying, Ricky, uh, if I publish this video, for example, would I be happy with my kids seeing it, you know, or, or uh, my neighbor or stuff like that? Would I be happy with that outside of the anonymity of the internet, these internet strangers? Would I be happy with that result? Right. And I, I just feel like that's a valuable check um, to do. Just keep yourself grounded. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's one of my favorite ones. Um, I have had several instances now, um, and I didn't for several years, but, but now I've had instances where people who know me in real life then come across the content. And then, and then I always feel a little awkward because I'm like, well, they're seeing the side of me that's different, right? And part of me feels awkward because I'm, part of me is like, okay, what do they think of me now knowing that like I make all my money from teaching people how to do blogging and YouTube? You know, like that, that almost feels like an embarrassing career path. Even to me, guys, even to me, like uh -huh. when you tell people I'm a YouTuber, they're like, okay, yeah, whatever. Uh -huh. um, and now it's like, I'm a YouTuber that teaches people how to be YouTubers. It's like, okay, that's like whatever. a whole new level of nerddom. <laughs> exactly. Nerdiness. And so I feel a little bit like self-conscious even saying that, especially because I came from like such a, you know, professional career background. I was a chemical engineer and then I was like, you know, a market analyst and a project manager. I have an MBA and it's like, now I do YouTube. Um, you know, congratulations on your career success. But like, I, I know what it is. You know what it is. But I feel that makes me feel a little awkward. But then take it a step further and it's like, okay, I hope they didn't come across this video. And I think that too, when somebody comes to me and says, 
hey, um, this happened to me at a family reunion like three weeks ago. I'm at the family reunion. One of my cousins got married in the last year to a guy I haven't met yet before. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of cousins, guys. Um, <laughs> and my mom's one of 10 kids and my dad's one of eight. Like I have oh, wow. a lot of cousins. Um, and this guy uh, comes up to me and he's like, hey, so I, I saw you on Backfire. Like I was learning about some stuff and I came across Backfire and I saw you there and then I watched several videos and it was only later that I found out that like, you're my wife's cousin. <laughs> and he's like, I just wanted to come meet you at this family reunion. And I'm just like, dang, that's weird. And I'm like, I hope he didn't see that one video that I'm not proud of. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope he didn't come across that one because I just don't like what I said. You know, I just, I don't want people to, to perceive me as the kind of person that's going to be petty. And, um, and that, you know, name drops for views. I just don't want to be that. I, it's not just because I don't want people to think of me that way. It's because that's not the kind of person I like to be. Yeah. And it's, and it's not a way I like to see myself. And so I don't want that kind of content out there. And so that's like my favorite check is would I feel good having people see this, um, having my own kids or people that know me in real life who, you know, presumably respect me to see that. Are they going to lose their respect? And so there's like a few different checks, right? Yeah. There are things that we can do online in our businesses that we can often get away with for a while that are legitimately illegal, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Like misrepresenting um, things can be illegal, especially when it comes to if you're making a recommendation for a product and you don't disclose the fact that you have a financial relationship, um, like that, if you don't disclose that, is illegal. And you could end up being fined severely for that. And there are people, by the way, who promote those kinds of practices. That's completely illegal. So the first question, is it illegal? (laughs) Um, Uh Then the next question, like, is it ethical in the sense that, like, when people notice that I do this, are they going to be like, dang, that guy is unethical? Mm-hmm. or or is it unethical in the sense that like, let's carry this forward 10 years. If I keep doing this practice, is this going to help or hurt my business in the future? Um, and then the yeah. next check is this one that I just love because I feel like this is like the, the ultimate check that has nothing to do with societal ethics. It has nothing to do with legality. It's all about how do I feel about my content? Yeah. And if I'm not going to be okay with it, then... I shouldn't do it. Like you said, Nate, I think that's one of the best ways to stay grounded and to not let ourselves get carried away doing something for views. I think for some reason, YouTube is a very tricky space for that. Just from all that I've observed, it is very tricky because it can be so easy to start following the numbers and promising stuff that you don't necessarily deliver on or even worse, I'd say if, if there's money involved, um, promoting something that isn't actually something that you want associated with your with your name. Yeah. Which actually, before we were recording this, Ricky, you were saying that if I promote something, if I share something, is that something that I want associated with my name, with my brand? Right. Um, that's another great check to be looking at. Um, because it for, there's just something about YouTube that the audience feedback, et cetera, et cetera, that just makes this happen. 
And I think it's because it happens on a more individual level. Where in a lot of other mediums, people spend a lot of time behind the scenes, studying, they go to school, all of those things to learn this skill set. And then usually the number of positions available for that, if it's on TV, for example, the number of positions available are significantly less than YouTubers or people yeah. on YouTube. And so when we're learning this whole space, it's just really, uh, I, I guess, take this as a warning from <laughs> Nate and Ricky here. Yeah. If you're in the, starting off, it's something to be keeping, keeping an eye on. And actually all along the way, if you've been doing YouTube for a while, you'll know uh, more of what we're talking about here. But all along the way, find ways to keep yourself grant, grounded on those ways that we've, we've been describing, just so you know that you can sleep well at night now yeah. and 10 years from now, 20 years from now with what you're doing right now. Like every video that I make, there's probably a 95% chance that when it publishes, my wife's going to watch it. <laughs> she started doing that. She's like, uh -huh. she'll just start watching my videos. If I go live on YouTube, usually like she'll end up joining in and I won't even know it at the time. And then afterwards she's like, Hey, I caught half of your YouTube live today. And it's like, whew, good thing I didn't say anything that I would, you know? So like yeah. that can be a great way to stay grounded is it's like not even just think, well, what would happen if somebody that I respect saw me what, making this video? Would I, you know, would I be happy with that or would I lose that respect? Um, maybe even go a step further and like invite people that you love to watch some of your videos, uh, you know? Um, and if you, if you feel unsure, run it by somebody that you respect and say, what do you think about this? And if they say, you know what? No, that feels justified. You know, maybe this video somebody made just it, it needs to be responded to. Okay. If, if other people around you are confirming that like, no, I think you should do that. Um, you're in a position to do that and somebody needs to, it should be you. That, that's going to happen sometimes. And, and in that case, like name drop, whatever, do what you got to do. Um, I'm not a big fan of being super confrontational and creating drama, but yeah, sometimes like it's appropriate to say, nope, this is incorrect. But more often than not, when people are trying to create drama, they're doing it because they want to get the attention. And it's, it's not a good idea, folks, um, to create drama on purpose to get attention. It usually backfires in the long run, mm -hmm. um, sometimes in the short run, <laughs> um, <laughs> as we've seen. But yeah, like if you're on the fence about making a video, maybe just run the idea by a couple of people and just say, hey, what do you think about this? Am I stepping over a line? I think that's a great, another great way to just stay grounded. I love that. And also something that's helped me along the way, I'm, I was remembering while you were talking there, uh, is... If there is something to bring up and you are going to contradict an idea or something that some other creator has made, uh, this is this actually also works for con uh, conflict resolution, by the way, <laughs> is to think of it as the issue is the yeah. thing, the, the, the principle, the skill that's being taught or the thing that's being shown. That is the issue, not the other person. Right. Because in most cases, I mean, we're all. It would be hypocritical to say that, oh, you know, I'm, I'm so integrous. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm perfect. Everybody else is doing this, but not me. No, I'm in. Then so many mistakes all the time. Um, but so the bottom line is we're all making mistakes. We're all, we're all human, right? Totally. And so, but if we are going to bring something up to think of it as the issue, and then that takes away the conflict, that takes away the, like the name calling, the defamation. And I, I try to repeat this as, as much as possible make what you are making, if you are making it about another creator or what they share, make it something that they'd be happy to see or at least yeah. 
reasonably open to, to hearing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. I think it, <clears throat> if we are careful to not attack the person, because if anybody who feels like they're being attacked is going to be defensive, it's part of our nature. So if instead it says, you know what, this person said something that I didn't totally agree with. I really appreciate that they shared their thoughts on this. Um, I want to offer another perspective. Here's the principle. Here's my perspective on it. But I'm open to discussion and maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm wrong. But this is the way I see it. But I appreciate that the other creator is a creator and that they're putting their ideas out there too. Um, I think there are instances where we can kind of invite the dialogue to open and use the name dropping, right? Because name dropping in a positive light especially can be a great way in the early days to sort of draft, help YouTube know for sure. what sort of audience you're looking for. I mean, we kind of teach that in the YouTube system even. But like stirring up controversy and attacking a person um, is, again, it's usually going to, even if it gets a lot of views, it's going to come across, it's going to leave a bad taste for a lot of the viewers. And so what does that do overall to you, to your reputation, to your brand? Um, I don't know. Maybe the net positive is better for that video, but in the long term, I still don't like it. It leaves, it leaves a bad taste for me. So it's a practice that I'm going to try to avoid. Yeah. Personally, I'm going to try to avoid, um, ethics are, are to some extent subjective. Uh Um, but I think it's it's worthwhile to think about. Yeah. So there you have it. We've thrown a lot of uh, ethics and et cetera on you there. Yeah. And I, I warned you. I forewarned you. This will be a different <laughs> episode. Uh, it's obviously sharing a lot of personal ex- opinion in this. Yes. Uh, so take or, or leave it, the opinion part. Um, but also, uh, I just got to add this in here so you know, from all the experience we have had it, in, the, in blogging and YouTube, et cetera, Doing it in an ethically good way is a longer-term strategy, and it tends to have much better payoff uh, over time. And if in no if financially, yes, but also if for no other reason than you you feel better about yourself. <laughs> yeah. So yes, if it sounds like we're encouraging doing that, absolutely we are. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, um, everyone listening to this, I I want you to be behaving that way and in a good ethically long-term thinking way. So. That's all I got to say. I'm going to get off my soapbox here now. You have anything else to say, Ricky? Nope. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but it's not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.